Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. We're presented by DraftKings as we welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher live from Los Angeles. Happy holidays as we broadcast here on a Thanksgiving Eve. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, hanging out at Bar Canada there. Downtown Las Vegas, Fremont Street at the D. We've got a jam-packed two hours to go here. I'm going to get you updated on a few college basketball games going on right now. Just quickly, you got a 7-1 matchup right now in Maui. Tennessee, Kansas, Kansas up four, 53, 49, 11 minutes to go there in the second Villanova. Who's a wagon this year up over Texas tech, 45 to 39 and more to come. So we'll keep you updated as uh, college basketball across the board today. A nice slate. You've got 14 NBA games. How about the Lakers? It feels like the in-game tournament matters to LeBron James. They haven't lost yet. So 14 games across the NBA today. We've got a few props for you coming up in just a bit. NHL, you got 14 games as well. You're going to have to wait till tomorrow. You got the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss. Of course, Mississippi State's along with the three on Thanksgiving, which kicks off as it traditionally does with the Detroit Lions. Let me give you the numbers because it's important as we kind of monitor. We did just hear some news. It looks like Geno Smith has been listed as questionable, and I don't think you're going to see the running back Kenneth Walker. So that's big for the Seattle Seahawks. But right now, Green Bay at Detroit, of course, uh, this number sitting seven and a half. DraftKings a dollar twelve on the juice. So again, standard vigorish. Remember, always one ten. Once you start getting up to one fifteen, one twenty, one twelve is what we're showing right now. You're going up. Okay, you should always know which way the wind's blowing as far as these numbers. Seven and a half is the number with Detroit right now hosting Green Bay. Green Bay still has something to play for, as we mentioned. Washington is a freaking dumpster. Now, again, if you're looking offshore or globally for a market as far as next coach to be fired, don't think Ron Rivera is going to get canned. That Harris group, which bought the team, uh, they've got a buffer year. And Ron Rivera is a good dude. Ron Rivera is a terrible coach, but Ron Rivera is very respected. And frankly, with the commanders right now, Ron Rivera is the perfect coach. Why? They don't want to win football games. They want to get that draft pick. So Washington, who, again, had an opportunity against Seattle. Once they lost that game, things kind of spiraled. That was two weeks ago where they actually played pretty well out in Seattle, came back home and were disastrous against the Giants. That defense and Jack Del Rio's defense and his unit this year in D.C. has been probably the most underperforming defense across the NFL. Excuse me, most underperforming unit across the NFL. Just gosh awful in Washington. And they're going to Dallas where Dallas hasn't lost at home, I believe, in 12 straight. And 12's the operative number here. We were sitting 11 yesterday. And yeah, let's move Stoney back a little bit. We were sitting 11 yesterday with Dallas. And we're all the way up to 12 and a half. 
Okay. It's not necessarily a surprise. Washington, again, their edges, and they don't have a pass rush after Montez Sweat on one side. Well, he's in Chicago, not going to help the commanders this week in Dallas. And then on the other side, Chase Young, he's in San Francisco. The Alabama boys on the inside, Allen and Payne, have been absolutely overrated. And then the secondary may be the worst in all of football for the commanders. So just a debacle, 12, 12 and a half, not necessarily an appetizer game, but it is the appetizer leading to San Francisco, Seattle. If Geno Smith, who I actually thought played pretty well against the Rams, all things considered, and the Rams still have Aaron Donald, and Aaron Donald hit Geno Smith into next Tuesday, last Sunday. It was, if you'd missed it, he absolutely pummeled them. There was no flag actually on the play, which you like to see. So Seattle right now is catching seven and a half. San Francisco lane seven and a half at Seattle for the nightcap on Thanksgiving. The big news there, and Dustin, you can corroborate because you told me just as we were coming out of break here, Geno Smith Looks like he is questionable, and Kenneth Walker is doubtful for this matchup tomorrow. Yeah, that's the news coming out. That would explain the line move, right? Uh, now over a touchdown there at home for Seattle, taking on uh, San Francisco. Uh, that's the latest news I've seen. We played the clip from Pete Carroll earlier, Patrick, and, I mean, just the tone of his voice sounded like he did not think Geno Smith was going to end up suiting up. I don't know, the vibes I got led me to believe that that he truly is questionable and we could see drew lock on thanksgiving looking for thank you dustin looking for other movement here you know what this is a good opportunity this is a good uh i guess teaching moment where you're looking right now miami um headed to jersey on black friday when we're talking about the juice kind of letting you know which way the number is going to go if 110 is standard vigorish right now you've got miami lane 10 minus 108 at DraftKings. that means we've dipped under the 110 standard juice so we're headed potentially down to nine and a half at DraftKings. it's still sitting 10 uh, but a lot of shops, I see a 10, I see a couple nine and a half. So I actually see a nine. I, I like the DraftKings number if you're a Jets backer right now. I, I don't think Miami, I've said it ad nauseum, I don't think Miami should be laying 10 on the road to anybody. Now, the early kickoff, and I mentioned Detroit's been hosting Thanksgiving since 1934. So what next year will be 90 years. I believe Goulet's Cowboys came around. I think they came around in 66, right? So the Cowboys came around in 66 and then we added a third game a few years back. You don't have to look it up. I think I nailed that big guy, but it's become tradition. And just like debating on television and radio, what, Thanksgiving means as far as food has become tradition. It's one of the big guy's favorite shticks. like ranking the sides on Thanksgiving. He loves it. You know who else loves it? Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell is that dude you go to and you can ask him about anything and Dan Campbell's just happy to be there. So he's going to answer anything. He's going to talk about biting kneecaps and pounding caffeine. I'm going to say this because I was a little off on Campbell with my original assessment. However, it was because of Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, when he got to Detroit, he wasn't, as I like to say, he wasn't self-actualized as a head coach. Uh, he had been an interim head coach down in Miami, but he had never run a team. And it almost looked like imposter syndrome. Like he was doing and saying things he felt like others would do. And when you're going through that type of period in life, you're never going to be your best self. Like a genuine who you are intended to be at work or as a person is always going to be your authentic self. And Dan Campbell kind of, again, impostering somebody else or people that he's looked up to, it's always going to be a facsimile. And that's what he was for a year and a half in Detroit. And I have this on solid regard because I know people that covered the team and they said, yeah, Dan Campbell midway through his second year last year became a completely different person. And by becoming completely himself, he became a completely different person, which is the irony there, right? There's a rub there, which I find to be fascinating. He just embraced who he was. He started to become more comfortable, just like any job any of us have as the job progresses and you get more comfortable day after day after day, kind of that Gladwellian 10,000 hours, you get more comfortable doing it. And Dan Campbell started to find himself. 
started to slow down a little bit, started to find his footing. Some of those calls on fourth down weren't just haywire or kind of topsy-turvy. There was a system. There was a reason that like the fourth down play calls have now become his thing. Whereas before it was kind of like YOLO. He was going for it when you should. He was going for it when you shouldn't. He was punting when you shouldn't. There was no rhyme or reason. Now there's an identity. And we were just talking about Miami. And I think McDaniel's going to be a hell of a coach. And he's a hell of a quote. But he hasn't quite found himself. And his team's a little scattered, just like McDaniel. I think McDaniel, like Campbell, going into that second year, is really going to become somebody to look out for. Speaking of Dan Campbell, what do you got for me? Well, Mike Stone, Stoney, who's going to join us here in a little bit, has a weekly conversation with Dan Campbell. And Dan Campbell was asked about his Thanksgiving plate and how he approaches putting it together. And what is the I can't stand it on my Thanksgiving plate item? Yeah, well, must have is ham. I'm a big ham guy. Okay. I'm not, um, I'm not a turkey guy unless it's unless it's fried turkey. Then I'm all for it. I hear you. Uh, man, I uh, that's a tough one. There's, there's, you know what? I, I am not a dressing fan. I am not. I am not a dressing fan. I'm not a cra- cranberry fan. Okay. Like, I'll wait, throw wait, that wait. right out to the dogs. I'd yeah. go straight off the plate, right on the floor. We're with you on the cranberry. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So I think that's it. everything else is fair game. I'm all good if it can. I'll just load it right on top of each other. It's a full stack. Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Uh, sweet potato pie. Yes. Uh, okay. A couple things here. One, like when you date somebody, there are non-starters. Like if she's a smoker, you might just immediately bail, right? She has bad breath. You might not go into it. Like you might not continue. If I were to be dating somebody and she liked cranberry sauce, I would then cease to date that person. Cranberry sauce is for psychopaths. Cranberry sauce is disgusting. Nobody likes it. Those that pretend to like cranberry sauce are just fronting. It's like peeps. Meat cranberry sauce. You know, Peeps, Christmas, Easter. Yeah, they're marshmallows covered in sugar. What are you talking about? They're just, they're disgusting. They're amazing. Secondly, secondly, pie is gross. I hate pie. All pie, apple pie, pumpkin pie, cherry pie, pomegranate pie. And I never knew. I never knew sweet potatoes were in pie. It's really good. What are you doing? Why would you put potatoes in pie? Because it's perfect. Why is, why, what, is there a French fry pie? I would eat it if there was. Now, that, maybe I would eat that. But I'm saying, why would you put starches in a pie? Isn't pie for sweets? Doubling down on carbs. No, you put enough sugar in the sweet potatoes. They're great. They taste like dessert. The gentleman that was asking Dan Campbell the hard-hitting questions about Thanksgiving, Mike Stone, joins us next here on Sharp Money. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't become a VSIN Pro subscriber yet, now is your best chance to sign up and save. You can sign up for our Black Friday special today and get VSIN Pro access to everything we do now through May 1st for only $60. It's a great deal. We usually were doing this for $120, so you can do the math. We cut it in half. Sign up today. You get our daily best bets, unlimited access to our exclusive betting splits, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access, plus all of our betting guides and best bets for the upcoming College Bowls, the Super Bowl, and March Madness. Don't miss our best new subscriber offer to date. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe to sign up for our Black Friday special now. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. We got you back here, Sharp Money, on a Thanksgiving Eve. Happy holidays. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, is hanging out at Bar Canada, downtown Las Vegas there at the D. And what I'm going to ask him to do now is a little yoga. We're going to do a little breathing, a little meditation. Okay? In, hold it for four seconds, and then out. Namaste. Because we don't have Mike Stone, we're having technical issues, and to say the big guy became unhinged during the break, you were scary. You scared me. Oh, I was holding back because there's people looking at me. I got a lot of stares. Bartender's never going to speak to me. She gave me a look where she was like, what is wrong with that psychopath? Maybe she thought bad boy and it turned her on. Uh, I, I just think random dudes just yelling, sitting by themselves at a table. It's not always a good look. You got you. Listen, here's the one thing I want you to want you to do. And I think it's important during the holidays to have perspective. And there's a great look at the bartender to the left. If you're watching on television there, here's one thing like you have to understand and put things in perspective, specifically the holidays that the holidays, that is what it's for. It's for to think about what you're grateful for and how lucky you are. You ever notice when you're healthy, you want a lot of things. And when you're sick, you only want one thing. You ever yeah. notice that big guy? That's fair. That's that's totally you ever notice fair. when you're healthy, you want this, you have aspirations for this, you want to get a car, you want to hit a bet. And then when you're sick or you're going through potentially, you know, some questionable times as far as your health, you only want one thing, which is to be healthy. You have your health somehow. <laughs> you just went to the doctor. You're close to 400 bills. And the doctor gave you a clean blood work, which is absolutely outrageous and fascinating. So you're healthy somewhat healthy and you've got your handsome looks everything's good you, you, now, you talk the phone's not working on a television and radio network yeah i'm not gonna lie that's not <laughs> optimal but it could be worse you could have bad health you, ill health you talk about beating the odds i think that's fair it's what we do we try to beat the odds here that me not having diabetes is a better better than that 40 to 1 ticket on the Bengals looked when we first placed it Diabetes. Uh, I just want to get you updated here. Kansas, your number one ranked team in the country. Now, they are going to fall because they lost last night. And I'm sure you saw it. Shaka Smart and Bill Self were getting into it. I thought there was going to be a rumble. Uh, Marquette beat Kansas last night in Maui. Right now, 
Kansas up on Tennessee, 65 to 55. I was a blind bet for me laying a dollar 20 on the money line on Kansas. So I'll take it. It was a point and a half. I decided to mitigate some of the risk and just lay a little extra juice, a little extra price there on Kansas. So right now that's the update. Got plenty to do more games tipping off here coming up in just a little bit, including Purdue, your two seed who again beat Tennessee last night in Maui. They're going to be taking on Shaka and Marquette. That's a 2-4 matchup, both teams 5-0. and And you know what? We got to bet it. Now, speaking of betting, we've got Betsgiving going on, and I challenged you at the beginning of the show. Once an hour, we have to update our Betsgiving app. So I'm going to go to the DraftKings app right now, and I'm going to make a little bit of a wager, big guy. Ooh. Why don't you walk me through Why don't you walk me through our two, your wager today for Betsgiving? Uh, we are going to go to tomorrow's Cowboys and Commanders game because here's the deal. When you look at that big number that the Cowboys are laying, do you think it's right, Patrick? Uh, the commanders are in a bad way right now. I'm never going to lay a price. Like here's my, I guess my adage or just my theory on a number like that. I know you're sighing because you feel like I'm going to go into a long rant. I'm not, uh, I'll never lay that price. What I would do is I would either take, or I would find the prop, a prop market, something in the prop market, or I would go first half, second half, yeah. wait, kind of watch the game, feel it out. Or I'd go total. I would never lay 12 and a half. You're up. So we 12 and a half is an overreaction. Like, it's a big-time overreaction to Washington losing to the Giants. And I'm going to stick by my whole concept that all the teams that had the quick turnaround and have to play on Thursday, they were trying to get by against Tommy DeVito on Sunday with a limited game plan. And that defense stinks, but Tommy DeVito threw all over Washington. And I think most people look at a line at 12-and-a-half, and they go, well, the Cowboys are going to get out to a big lead, and they're going to run the ball. I don't think they're going to do that against Washington. I think it's prime time. I think it's an NFC rival. I think it's a team they want to embarrass. And when you look at Washington, you can throw all over him. I just mentioned DeVito did it on Sunday. Washington allows the fifth most passing attempts, the third most passing yards, and the eighth most completions to opponents this season. That's why the prop I'm going to give out now is Dak Prescott over 25 and a half completions. Donk. 25 and a half completions for Dak? Yes. Now, you do understand, like, you, let's, let's talk through this. I just, I'm placing my bet right now for bets giving. Uh, one second. Let's talk through this. Are you sure Dak Prescott is going to an attempt, a, attempt a pass in the fourth quarter? Yes, because I think they're going to put it on him. They're going to put it on Washington in a spot where they have a national spotlight. Remember, everyone's watching. NFL players are actually watching because they're at home on Thanksgiving waiting to play on Sunday. The audience is massive, and Jerry Jones knows that these spotlight moments matter. And for Dak and, and, and the Cowboys, they need to kind of shut down the quote-unquote haters. I think Dak's going to keep slinging it around because this defense is just so bad against the pass. I think that's an absolute weakness they're going to exploit, and they're just going to keep putting it on them. I think CeeDee Lamb's going to have a day. I think Brandon Cooks is going to have a day. Who knows? A bunch of random guys for the Cowboys coming off the bench could have a day. But I don't think they're going to let up when they get up. Okay. All right. So, again, your bets-giving bet for this hour is how many attempts over? 25 and a half. I just, I, do, I think with that number, I think Washington's going to play a little bit better than people anticipate. It's still an NFC East game, and Dak's going to have to throw the ball at the end, and that's the way to beat this defense is throwing it. Okay, donkey-de-donk. Now, my play is originated from me and by me. It has nothing to do with you. And it's pretty simple. I'm going to go to Cleveland. I'm going to go Darius Garland over 23 and a half points tonight, hosting the Miami Heat. Why? How about the fact that he went for 32 last night? Why? How about the fact that he went for 28 the night before? All of this because backs, uh, I, the, the backcourt right now is depleted. Levert's out. Mitchell didn't play last night. I don't know if Mitchell's in tonight. Here's the deal. Darius Garland's on a freaking heater. Now, the only thing that concerns you is they did go to overtime last night in Philadelphia. It is a back-to-back, -back, but my assumption is they rested him. His substitution patterns were weird last night, and I was paying attention, you understand? Because I had to go over 22 and a half. I'm going to go back to the well, Betsgiving style, and go over the 23 and a half. It's only a dollar five juice, so 
uh, get a little discount on it as well. Your thoughts, T-H-O-T-S. Uh, I love the bet because I'm on it as well. I thought you were saying this has nothing to do with you and has to do with me, and you were going to say, my bet for this hour is Dak Prescott under 25 and a half pass attempts. That's where I thought you were going to go with that. Nope. That's not where I went with it. The, the one thing I would say, if you're looking at a total tomorrow night, uh, or excuse me, tomorrow early, uh, I would look to that 47. I, I think there's a couple 47 and a halfs out there. Actually, I do see a 46 and a half in Jersey. Uh, Green Bay, Detroit. When I tell you, and you know, we've gone over, over it ad nauseum. Right now, Detroit's a bottom third defense. Like that is the thing that I think is being overlooked. While I think the offense is special, and I think Ben Johnson, the offensive signal caller, is freaking special, but they just gave up in Justin Fields' first game back, they gave up 334 total yards. Again, they gave up 421 total yards to the Chargers and 503 to the Ravens. I think Jordan Love coming off his best performance as a pro, and he actually looks sharp. Samich, a little redemption there against the Chargers. That Chargers defense, that is the Spider-Man meme pointing at the Detroit Lions defense. This defense freaking stinks, and Hutchinson's overrated. We can talk to Stone about it, but Hutchinson is completely overrated. The fact that he had the sack, the strip sack with the safety to end the game last week, don't look at that. I know the pressures are up, but I find him to be completely underdeveloped right now when it comes to moves on a tackle. Having said that, the pass rush isn't there and coverage isn't there. Green Bay is going to be able to move the football. Detroit is going to go up and down the field against this Packers defense. There's no issues there. I like the over 46 and a half. Green Bay, Detroit tomorrow. Turkey Day. I like to hear it. I like to hear when you're positive about the Lions offense doing something because I've got uno, dos, going to end up having three props on players from that Lions offense. Okay, big guy. Egg Bowl tomorrow night. Ole Miss, Mississippi State's a big number. That's next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Unlimited access to our picks, top VSIN expert leaderboard, unlimited access to the betting splits. So you get everything we offer. And again, the picks, you can see it's all categorized there and you see who's at the top of the leaderboard. So if you don't have time that day and you just want to tail who's hot, you can do it. If you want to fade who's not, you can do that as well. VSIN.com slash subscribe. 60 bucks right now. Access through May 1st. That's our Black Friday deal. But you can get it on a Wednesday. Why not? Thanksgiving Eve, 60 bucks. You can afford that. Let's go. VSIN.com slash subscribe. We're back. Uh, having a little technical issue, but I think we might be able to hunt down Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director there at the Borgata. We're going to give, we're efforting right now for Mr. Gable. He did send over three college basketball plays as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money on a Thanksgiving Eve. As I've been saying all show, happy holidays. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, with a fake smile on his face. What's cracking, big guy? Oh, you know, just seeing if I'm going to do something weird tomorrow with the Egg Bowl, Patrick. I think uh, it's a game that gets weird. Remember, there was once a, a player who pretended to pee on the football during the game. Uh, yes. However, I am going to be very chalky in it, I think. And I'm a little concerned that I'm too chalky with how I'm looking at this game. Well, we can ask Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata in Atlantic City. When I say, here's how much I love the Borgata, and it's not just because of my friendship with Thomas Gable, who we say hi to, who's been red hot with his college basketball plays. He sent over three more today. We gave out those three in a holiday cheerful mood, but every day they go straight to the picks page. I love the Borgata so much that I asked one time when I was there, Thomas, what smell they pump through the casino because it smells incredible at the Borgata. Do you know that answer? Uh, it's changed through the years. So I don't know what year you're referring to specifically, Patrick. Um, we probably have to go back and research exactly what scent they were using when uh, it was to your liking. Okay. Well, TG, happy holidays. It's great to hear your voice. How are you, my friend? Doing well, guys. Great to be with you. Uh, happy Thanksgiving and uh, 
I know this is the biggest drinking night of the year, so I'm, I, I don't know if you two participate in that festival. But Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to, Thomas. I'm going to. As soon as the show ends. Well, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, and we would encourage everybody, call an Uber, designated driver, but have some fun tonight. Uh, we were we're going to get to the college hoops, and I wanted to take a peek behind the book for a bookmaker during the holiday season, and no better person than Thomas there at the Borgata. But just quickly, Egg Bowl tomorrow, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Do you have it at 10 and 54 and a half? Where are you at the Borgata? Uh, for tomorrow, yeah, we are at 10, 54 and a half, pretty much 10 everywhere is what you're seeing at this point. And uh, you might be able to get some 54s out there. Okay, again, most places are 54 and a half at this point. Uh, but it's uh, uh, it'll be a fun one uh, tomorrow. But, of course, obviously everybody tomorrow, the focus is certainly on the NFL games. Absolutely. So let's do that. So I got seven and a half, 47 and a half for the early game, Green Bay, Detroit. Uh, let me know where you're sitting and how are they betting it there in Jersey? Yeah, so we're also we're seven and a half forty seven. You're seeing some eights pop up here on the screen, and it's been mostly it's basically been the same story for all three uh, Thanksgiving games since we opened them, and that is the favorite money just continues to come in. Uh, no different here with Detroit and Green Bay. Obviously, the Packers have some. Some injury concerns there, especially at running back. Um, but, I, I mean, Patrick, congratulations to you. This is probably the first uh, Thanksgiving game um, in your lifetime where people in Detroit are actually uh, happy and looking forward to this game taking place. You know what I said, Thomas? It's the first Thanksgiving game in a probably since Barry Sanders where yeah. I've been on the air that I didn't have to say, I'm sorry to America. I can say you're <laughs> welcome America because it's a fun team to watch as well. It really is. It really is. And you know, good, good for that fan base. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for them that they're having some success. I mean, it's such a storied franchise and um, uh, the, the offense is so fun to watch. And yeah, I mean, Goff did turn the ball over three times uh, last week, but listen, he's actually been very, very good. Uh, for Detroit in terms of that. Like, I think you have to go back to when he was on the Rams prior to even uh, 2020, that the last time he did that. So I, I think that was just an anomaly. Uh, we probably won't see him revert back to that old Jared Goff. Uh, but, uh, you know, getting into the other games, Dallas uh, opened nine and a half point favorite uh, in, in most spots. Uh, so, some tens there, but immediately went to 11, 12, now pretty much 12 and a half. I think you could still maybe get a 12 out there, depending where you're looking. Um, and then, of course, Seattle dealing with uh, injury issues there to Geno Smith. Um, and some, some other guys are banged up there. Uh, San Francisco opened a six-point favorite. And now pretty much either if you're, if you're laying seven, you're laying $1.20 on that, or you're uh, laying seven and a half. So... It's uh, it's through that key number there, seven. And again, it's just been mostly favorite money. The the Black Friday game, we'd have to go into Black Friday there with Miami and the Jets to, and, and again, we saw a line move. This was after the uh, announcement um, on Monday that Boyle would be starting. And I think there was, uh, you know, to, in, in my opinion, I think the market overreacted a little bit. Um, to push that number up to 10. And uh, finally this morning, we started getting some buyback there on the Jets. Some respected money came in at 10. Some spots you can still get 10. Uh, I, I went back to 9.5. You're seeing some 9s as well there. So shop around because um, big difference there between 9 and 10 uh, in that Jets and Miami game. Uh, but I just think it was a little bit of an overreaction by the market with um, – going from Wilson to Boyle there, moving up to 10. Thomas, Miami shouldn't be laying 10 on the road to anybody. I'm sorry. That is a crazy number. I think you're going the right way down to nine and a half, potentially nine. I wanted to ask you about the sandwich game tomorrow. Thomas Gable, of course, good friend, not just of me, but VEASAN for years and years, the best to do it behind the book there at the Borgata. The sandwich game, Washington and Dallas. Are you getting any respected money there at the Borgata on Washington? No, no, we are not. And 
And and that's the thing. Like, how far is this number going to go? Uh, it's currently sitting twelve and a half. And you know, you've seen it time and again with the Cowboys this year. They beat up on bad teams, and they had another blowout win against Carolina last weekend. Um, Double-digit favorites here against another bad team. Let's face it, the Commanders are not a good team. It is a division opponent for them. But the thing that scares me a little bit about laying the points here with the Cowboys, the Commanders can be bipolar at times. You know, we've seen them give the Eagles two tough games this season. They, they traditionally do play the Cowboys tough. Um, and, you know, listen, they turned the ball over six times against the Giants. And, I think people, when they're looking at this, oh, they lost to Tommy DeVito. Uh, yeah, but you turned the ball over six times. They they actually still were in that game prior to the last turnover uh, with the chance to win it. So um, I don't expect them to turn the ball over six times again. Um, but it, it's, you know, this Washington team hasn't won a divisional game all season. So, uh, you know, at some point we're going to get some Washington money, um, but I'm not quite sure how much higher this number is going to go. You know, I misspoke a little bit earlier because I said they don't have a pass rush since they lost Sweat and Chase Young. I believe they sacked DeVito nine times. They sacked DeVito nine times. Let me just make sure that's correct. You can correct me if I'm wrong and still lost the game. It's not very often you're going to have nine sacks. Let's see here. Yeah, nine sacks and, and, and lose a football game. That's the commanders. But you mentioned they are mercurial because they play... They should have beat Philly right in your backyard mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Yeah. They well, they went to Seattle and played very well in Seattle, and then Jekyll and Hyde came back at home and, and just absolutely laid down against the Giants. Yeah, that's what I mean. This, this team, you, you don't know really what you're going to get week to week from them. And as you said, they, they both times that they played the Eagles this year, they have been in it and uh, they played them tough. And, you know, again, I, I go back to – I keep referring back to, to history here with, with them and Dallas. They traditionally play Dallas well as also. So I don't know um, if I'd be willing to lay this 12-and-a-half year with Dallas at this point. Okay. Here's what I want to do. I know you're busy. Can you stick around and hang out with me for one more segment? Because I want to ask you about college hoops. Sure. We can do that. Okay, I want to ask you about college hoops, and then I also kind of want to take a peek behind the book during the holidays because it's such a busy time of the year. So we'll get to that and maybe some more questions. I know Dustin has a few questions for Thomas Gable as well. And an opportunity for you to flex. You are probably on the planet the last person that would ever flex or brag, but you've been red hot, my friend, with your college basketball plays. So we'll get into those as well and how do you come to your numbers. We'll continue with Thomas Gable, of course, race and sportsbook director there at the Borgata in Atlantic City next here on Sharp Money on Thanksgiving Eve. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets instantly for new customers when you download the DraftKings app, which is tremendous, and use the promo code SHARP. S-H-A-R-P. It's pretty simple. Five bucks gets you $150 for new customers over at DraftKings. And remember, everybody, every day at DraftKings, a no-sweat, same-game parlay. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Esports Betting Network, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Amal Shaw. <laughs> I'm Patrick Maher. I usually say Patrick, then I'm all, then the big guy. I say their names first. So there you also Patrick sometimes Maher, say Patrick Dustin. Money. I do say Patrick Money when I'm doing well, when I'm running well. Uh, Thomas Gable joins us. Uh, Thomas Gable runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. Nice enough to stick around for another segment. And we were just relaying the story. Thomas Gable's college basketball picks are so popular. The only way that he knew we miss. Um, posted them yesterday was somebody came up to you at the Borgata and said, wow, Thomas, you're playing a lot of unders this year. And you were like, I actually sent over two overs today. So that kind of piqued your interest and then we fixed it. But that's, you were playing a lot of unders until yesterday when you went three and oh. Well, it was, so it was a legitimate, a legitimate comment to me, but then I'm like, but it was made yesterday. I'm like, well, I know I sent over two overs. So that's why I texted you and, um, and then I just heard the story and I just want to commend on air. I want to commend Dustin for a tremendous customer service job, uh, that he did with that, uh, one VEASAN customer. So uh, great job to him because customer service is a lost art in this country. It, it really is. And Dustin, you, you work in the customer service business, Thomas, running the book there at the Borgata. Yeah. Bo, our subscriber who Dustin offered to pay for his lost bet. So that certainly was a great gesture. And Dustin needs some good news today because when I say he's in a bad mood, oh my gosh, it's he's scaring me with his mood. Now, TG, Dustin asked a good question, and I'm just going to ask it. He, he said, when you take a look at the three games on Thanksgiving, the assumption is the handle is going to be outrageous because people are sitting at home, they have work off and they're just betting. How would the three games on Thanksgiving compare handle wise to a full slate on Sunday? Now, it's a good question. So I think you have uh, it is comparable. It's a little bit less than what a typical Sunday is. And you have a couple of factors there that play into it. Number one, uh, remember, the games on a Sunday typically are up for a full week. So you have a full week of people being able to bet. Obviously, on Thanksgiving, you have a, a couple days less there in the lead-up uh, from when the lines are posted. Um, the other piece of that is, is just the fact that it's, it's a holiday. So I can tell you from experience, the way that things work typically on Thanksgiving, it's a little bit slow early on. And it slowly starts to build. And by nighttime, everybody is just, I guess, tired of being with family members and they want to come out. And that's when things get really packed. And so, you know, but again, you're looking at people's uh, bankrolls. You know, what somebody has the bet on a Sunday, they'll also come out and fire on Thanksgiving on just three, three games. Uh, so it is comparable. It's a little bit less, I would say, than what a typical Sunday is. 
But whenever you get these standalone games, like Black Friday, I'm really, really excited to see what happens here with the Black Friday game. This is the first time the NFL is putting a game uh, on Black Friday. But let's face it, Black Friday is essentially a national holiday at this point. Nobody works on Black Friday unless you're in the retail business or, you know, in some sort of service industry. Almost everybody is off. So it is just an insane day business volume wise in the casino. So having a standalone NFL game now, maybe if it was in prime time, you'd get even more, but um, I think that's going to be off the charts for that Miami and Jets game. And uh, obviously not the greatest of product with the Jets at this point. Uh, but it, you know, I, the NFL, I think knew what they were doing uh, when they originally scheduled that thinking that you're going to get an Aaron Rodgers against the Dolphins. All right, well, Thomas, you mentioned that. Three games tomorrow, a game on Friday in the NFL. You have the Egg Bowl. You have college football still wrapping up. And when you send Patrick your college hoops plays, you're not exactly betting the Power 5 schools. In fact, I just went back and looked. I don't think a single bet you've sent involves a school from a conference people have heard of. We're talking Alabama <laughs> State, Samford, Binghamton, Sacred Heart, Morgan State, Radford. My question is, how do you begin looking for the totals in these games that you're betting? Because you're obviously attacking these deeper cuts on the board. Yeah, and I think that's really, you know, when you go to handicap, especially early in the season for college basketball, there's so many teams that are out there, right? And uh, I think everybody's power ratings in the beginning of the year, you're, you're not operating with a great amount of data to begin with, uh, especially in college basketball now with the transfer portal. A lot of these teams are new looks. Uh, some of them have coaching changes, but a lot of them have new players. And so what I've really been doing this year until I feel really good with my power ratings, um, I'm not even looking at sides. I'm playing sides occasionally, but uh, for the most part, I think the totals are more exploitable, especially early in the season. And they're not as dialed in outside of the, the big, you know, if you're looking at Purdue's and the Yukon's and the Kansas's, there's uh, more eyes on those. Um, books are typically paying more attention because that's really where you take the majority of your handle on those teams that people know about. And let's face it, college basketball also beginning of the season, you know, outside of the first day of, of the opening day of the season, uh, most people aren't even betting college basketball at this point. There's so much other stuff going on, i.e. NFL, college football, NBA people, the, the normal regular betters aren't even looking at college basketball at this point early in the season. So there's opportunities and that's really where I look at it, especially the totals early on in the year with these lower conferences, smaller schools. And I, I really start looking, I start at pace. That's the first thing I start to look at. And, and then we go from there into shooting, um, true shooting percentages, offensive efficiency, also defensive efficiency, but it all starts with pace. And uh, that's really where I think you can find some opportunities there, especially with the totals. Uh, you'll see some of these totals move uh, quite dramatically, um, you know, from where they open at early in the season. So, you know, it's not uncommon to see a total move five, six, even eight points uh, early in the season. Well, he's been on fire. Just an example. 3-0 last night. Morgan State, Radford over 139 cash. Uh, Binghamton, Sacred Heart over 146.5 cash. Late Siena, Milwaukee under 150. That's a cash. And that total, Take by the way, is one that he just mentioned that moved. By the time it tipped off, I think it moved like five, five and a half points from where Thomas gave it out. That's important. He sends them to me early. So it's important to get over to the picks page and bet them when they come out. Now, three plays today. I'm doing this because we're in a holiday festive mood. I'm giving them out on the air. Northern Kentucky lane seven and a half. Incarnate Word, Jacksonville State over 139 and a half. Alabama State, Samford over 150. Deep cuts, TG. Deep cuts. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, uh, you're building this up, and I could go 0-3 today. So um, You always sandbag. Just, no, he does that to me, too. He does it to me, too. He always sandbags. That's a sandbag tactic right there, TG. 
<laughs> no, I'm just saying it could happen. Uh, just because you're three and zero yesterday doesn't mean you can't go on three today. But uh, listen, the the two totals there again starts with pace. That that's really what I was looking at. Um, and, and then you're looking at really uh, points per possession after that. And uh, I think there's just opportunity there for both those to go over. And uh, in terms of the Northern Kentucky, uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi game, uh, that was just a straight play off my numbers. Um, Laying seven and a half, I think, is a good number. I'd make that game closer to 10. So uh, that was really just a variance there from, from my power rating. So I uh, laying the seven and a half there with Northern Kentucky. Okay, beautiful. Well, let's keep it going. D- Dustin, you said seven and three over the last 10, but overall on the college basketball season, what was he? He is, I don't have it right in front of me, 13 and six. So 13 and six. That's a That's a good ROI. Thomas Gable. Listen, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. I hope you're able to see the family a little bit. I know it's going to be a busy time, so we thank you. No, happy Thanksgiving to both of you guys. And, um, you know, stay safe and uh, eat lots of food. Okay. Thomas Gable, the best. Borgata, race and sports book director there in Atlantic City. Thank you very much, TG. And again, he'll text me in the morning. I. He's such a good dude that I look forward to the text and then immediately just go to my sports book and bet whatever. I just bet blindly. (laughs) If he sends it, I bet it. I hope nobody else in bets giving was listening because I used his plays for bets giving. (laughs) Co-op. What? Little co-op. That's a good cosign. That's a good idea. Yep. I'm going to do that moving (laughs) forward. I just gave away my strategy. Andy Staples, college football is next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.